You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to the Podcateers Podcast, episode 211. This week, we had a chance to talk about the opening of Pixar Pier and trying some of the food available, including dining at the Lamplight Lounge, checking out the new Incredibles float in the Paint the Night Parade, and more. If you want to see some pictures and videos of stuff that we talk about in this episode, head on over to podcateers.com slash 211. The Chalk Walk is rapidly approaching, and we would love for you to be a part of our team. Check out the blog post for a link to sign up to be a part of Team Boat Willie, or if you can, just help us out with a donation. Every little bit counts. We have a very ambitious goal, and that is to try to at least match what we raised last year, which was close to $5,000. So uh, every little bit that you can contribute would certainly help us get there. And if you can help pass around the link, it would really help us out. So thank you guys in advance for that. If you would like to join the conversation and give your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode, you can leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, or on Twitter. Just search for Podcateers and let us know what's on your mind. If you want to check out some of our vlogs and videos, you can find us over at youtube.com slash podcateers or youtube.com slash Disney for two. We would love it if you took a moment to subscribe. And when you do, ring that notifications bell so that YouTube tells you when we posted a new video. Also, if you're looking for any of our personal links, check out podcateers.com slash team. If you shop on Amazon, a great way to help support the podcast is by using our special link before you place your next order. You can find that link by going to podcateers.com slash Amazon and then clicking on the huge Amazon button on that page. Every time that you do that before you place an order can earn us a small commission from your purchase as a thank you from Amazon for mentioning them on the podcast. And to all of you that are using that link for your purchases, you rock. Thank you for taking the time to hit those few extra clicks. Finally, this episode of Podcateers is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like all of you. We like to call those listeners our podcast fairy godparents, but they've called themselves the FGP Squad. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can find out more information by going to podcateers.com slash FGP. You can give as little or as much as you want monthly, but if you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 per month, you will also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you for your support. To all of the members of the FGP squad, thank you guys for your support. All right, let's jump into this episode. Man, I love the music. I love our new theme song. Here we go. This is episode 211 of Podcateers. How's it going, guys? It's yeah. going. It's hot. Is it though? Not yet. <laughs> oh, next actually, week is oh, hotter. No. It will be. It's coming yeah. for us. I'm surprised and happy that the opening of Pixar Pier, the weekend, of course, that it opened, that it wasn't as hot as I thought it was going to be. It was quite pleasant walking around the park that day, aside from the crowds, which were absolutely insane. 
<laughs> of course. It was I saw those beautiful. Videos. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful from when I seen everybody on Instagram wearing sweaters. And I'm in Vegas. And it's, I can't even do that. So you guys had beautiful weather. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> How was yeah. Vegas? How much you win? Actually, I broke even. That's a win. I broke even. That's yeah. a win. Breaking even and not owing money. Right. That's good. <laughs> True that. I used to like playing blackjack. Win enough, get get a free meal, get some free drinks, and Ooh. if you lose that, then okay. You were gonna <laughs> start pay off with the twenty dollars anyway, right? Right. Well, I'll start off with twenty, win twenty back, put away twenty dollars, and then now I'm playing with house money. Yeah, then exactly. Get free food, drinks. That's, that's a good night. True that. True that. I wish they had the same thing at Disneyland, where you start playing with Disneyland money, <laughs> and then you can eat your way through Pixar Pier. Uh, if only they had a rewards card for us oh, spenders. <laughs> dude, for real. That'd be great. I'm sure something be... like that is coming. The Disney Visa card. Oh, yeah. I guess that has rewards, right? Yeah, with the Disney reward dollars. I mean, that's kind of... For every hundred you spend, like you get one dollar back for food. <laughs> hey, it's something. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Have you seen the Disney Dine? What is it? The Dine-In card? No, it, what's that? Disney dining card, I or think. Or Disney dining yeah. card, Mm-mm. not dining. So um, we were doing a video for Disney Examiner uh, about National Fried Chicken that Disneyland's celebrating between mm-hmm. the 6th and the 8th. Um, so yeah, just in time if you listen to this episode. Uh, but they gave us a gift card. I thought it was just a regular gift, Disney gift card, mm-hmm. but it says Disney dining on it, and you could only use it on food. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it was weird. So when we were buying um, buying the fried chicken at both Flo's and uh, Plaza, the cast member was looking at me like, what is this? I'm all, I don't know. It's money. <laughs> <laughs> because if there's no money on here, I guess I'm not getting this fried chicken. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but it was cool. But uh, one of the cast members said, yeah, this is just for, it's one of the newer things, or at least uh, to him, it was new where it's just good for only food locations it's not good at you know you couldn't buy clothes with it or anything like that it doesn't really have a cash value that makes sense so then do you reload it like a gift card or something or how exactly did it work it worked like a regular gift card so when they gave us a total i gave the card and you still get a remaining balance like oh after 16.99 it's x amount of dollars left but we couldn't use it towards you know like oh I want those new mini ears or whatever. You know, it's only for food. Interesting. We're going to have to look a little bit more into this thing because mm-hmm. I wonder if it's part of like a vacation plan or something where maybe like the magic band charges your credit card or your room or something. And that's just how it's charging it. I know that they've been in Walt Disney World for a while. Oh, they have? I just I had never seen them being used or even seen one at Disneyland. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too sure, yeah, if you can reload it. I mean, I would mm. assume, like, use it as a regular gift card, but you yeah. can only use it for dining. I'm assuming. I mean, it seems logical, uh, right, that they would yeah. let you do that. Or if it's like a gift card where you preload it, and then you're only allowed to spend a certain amount or something. Oh, that's that's interesting. Well, reading it for um, Disney World, you know, DisneyGo.com, uh-huh. Um, you basically get, you pay for a family of like two adults, one 12-year-old, one 8-year-old, and a five-day dine-in card. 
or dying card, you get three cards of value of $200 each and one card at $75 value, a total of $675, and it only costs the family $587.50. Oh, so there is some kind of discount associated with it, which is yeah, great. So, so you get more money yeah. for what you paid for, but it's only good for food. Dining, yeah. Interesting. I wonder if you still get like an annual pass discount on top of that. Because if well, you get was... an AP discount, that's a sweet deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, at Disneyland, when when I used it, I used my AP discount. So, and that oh, worked. Oh, nice. So, that's, that's interesting. Cool. I've never, never even saw this before. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, if we can find some info, we'll throw it up in the blog post, podcasters.com slash 211. And hopefully we'll be able to get our hands on them so we can start using them at a discount and with know, AP could discounts. Could you imagine? Because we, we all always go to the park and we're always getting food. I'm like, mm-hmm. we might as well buy into this, right. save yeah. more money, and get an AP discount. Yeah, it seems like a great mm. option. I was thinking about why Disneyland doesn't have some kind of food plan associated with the annual pass right now. Because uh, last week we went to Knott's Berry Farm for a company picnic. And even though the ticket was purchased by the company uh, as part of their event, they still allowed us the option to upgrade to the yearly pass for Knott's Berry Farm. But they also gave us the option to purchase their food plan, which I thought was super cool, where for the day you pay $30 or like 60 bucks or some flat rate. I forgot what the exact number is, but you pay a flat rate and every hour and a half you get a meal for free as part of that plan. And I thought that was really cool because you can go around and just try different things. And most people aren't going to exhaust food every hour and a half, right? Unless you're like me and you're a freaking snack bar. <laughs> but like us. Yeah, but I think that's a great deal. And I wish Disneyland had something comparable to that. I mean, it'd be good for us for annual pass holders. But would it really be good for Disneyland's pocket? No, I don't think it would be, which is probably <laughs> why they won't ever do it to that extent. But I think that if Disneyland still charge, I mean, let's say that it was $30 at Knott's Berry Farm, right? If mm-hmm. Disneyland charged 50 or $60, they would still be able to sell all of those. And maybe they limit it to two or three meals a day, right? It doesn't have to be every hour and a half. If right. you could buy, it's. I guess it's similar to this dining car that you guys are talking about where you could still get food three times for whatever price. Disneyland would still be making money off of that. Probably yeah, not as so. a huge a margin as the $9 freaking slice of pizza. But, right. I mean, it's still a fairly good profit margin. Yeah, because food cost is so low anyway that they would be making hand over fist, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Especially the people that don't use the whole thing, right? Right. You're basically just handing them money for that so that would be cool i think there's just so many guests at disneyland that it might it might not work you know was knots really popular really busy when you went i wish i could answer that question because i don't normally know what the crowds at knots are the last time i went to knots was a year or two ago with some friends because they had like a military discount and they got us in for like 14 dollars <laughs> or something like that whoa <laughs> but yeah that's it a was throwback price right yeah, there man, yeah that's a steal yeah so i mean i don't know what normal crowds are like at knots so mm-hmm. i'm gonna say it wasn't packed to where it was uncomfortable 
like the lines uh, when you would see the wait times the wait times were maybe about 20 minutes per ride for all of the coasters 20 to 40 wow. minutes depending on the attraction but Could you imagine <laughs> No, that's for real, right? Like, I mean, it was... That's like phantasmic all day long and just being able to go on every attraction. <laughs> right. The only one that I remember being longer than that at a whopping 50 minutes was the log ride that they have. I think it's called Log Jammer or something like that. I, it's oh. their version of Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. That was probably the longest one. All the roller coasters were under 40 minutes. So. Wow. If that's how it's like every day, then yay nots, right? If <laughs> it's not, then I think we went on a good day. I ended up buying a Knott's Berry Farm uh, commemorative sipper cup for $15. Mm-hmm. And the whole day I got free refills on that cup. It was. I think pre- Magic Mountain does something like that also, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And it was but it's great. only for that day. It, you have well, to show the they receipt. have two. Yeah, so they have two. What oh. they have is the sticker on the side that has like the the name of the park and all that stuff has a barcode on it. And so there's two versions. There's a $15 version where you can fill up for free all day, no limit. Or they have like a $40 one that's good for the entire year. And you could just refill it whenever. And so the key is that you can't damage the barcode. And I bet that they bank on the people that go away you know and buy the $40 <laughs> right. version and then they wash it and I don't know how <laughs> good that sticker is or how much it's going to hold up after you wash it a few times I washed this one once and it already kind of started to come apart so I <gasps> don't know how long after it'll what? last Man. yeah I mean I, I washed it w- once we got here but it's also the, put, like, the daily tape one over right? it or... Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I also don't think I'm going to go back to Knott's for another year or two. Not so much. I was going to say, you could take a picture and laminate that barcode and just replace it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Dang, look at you, Melissa, with the life hack. I'm awake. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My barcode is, but wait, look at the picture. Exactly. How do we know it's the same one? Trust me, it is. I'm sorry, ma'am. That wasn't under our terms and agreement. Um, You could not duplicate your said barcode. It has to be still attached to said sipper cup. (laughs) I would just print them on stickers and keep attaching it every time I went. (laughs) <laughs> hashtag life hack number two for this episode you're welcome <laughs> uh, now we just have to go to knots <laughs> i will say though that you mentioned the the chicken national chicken day and i will say that i am a fan of the knots Bray farm chicken the little restaurant that they have right outside of the park. I'm a fan of that chicken. I think it's pretty good. They mm-hmm. had it at the company picnic. So, I mean, if you're in the Buena Park area around Knott's Berry Farm, what's it called? Mama Knott's, right? That's the mm-hmm. name of the Mrs. place. Mrs. Mrs. Knott's. Knott's. I don't know why yeah. I keep calling it Mama Knott's all the time. <laughs> I'm sure right. Lynette corrects me every Close. single time that I say it. Yeah, She's not yeah. Italian. I it's know. not Mama Knott's. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she is. Did you know about the express line or Is that right outside pass? the restaurant? No, for the restaurant, you don't need to go inside. You could go in right next to it. You just go in. You could order your chicken and grab a to-go box. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. It's good enough. I mean, if you want to sit in the restaurant, that's great. 
they just redid the entire building so it's a lot more modern looking it had like an old-timey country theme before and we didn't eat there the company picnic thing that we were at had the chicken and then they had their boysenberry pie and the jams and it was so delicious i love it boysenberry (laughs) it was all you could eat yes it was oh my gosh (laughs) i was in heaven (laughs) bj has never been to mama nuts Mrs. Really? Dude. Okay. No, I've had the chicken, but I mean, it's been such a long time. I think it was like in 2001. Oh, no. Last time I no, was no, there no. and had food. <laughs> okay. That's so... almost 20 years. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. Gavin, as we speak, is driving from OKC to California in his hashtag relocate Gavin to the best coast. So <laughs> once he's here, I think we should all go have dinner there. There you yes. go. What do you think? Agreed. Down. Down. Cheat day. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's every day for me. I shouldn't admit that. That's horrible. But it's every day for me. It's okay. That was so, totally me too. So do you think that chicken is better than Disneyland's chicken? Uh, so I've always said within a seven mile radius that if <laughs> I'm at Disneyland proper, I will always eat Plaza Inn chicken because that's like the bombest chicken that you can get in Anaheim. Outside of that seven miles is about where Knott's Berry Farm is from Disneyland. So <laughs> if I was outside of that seven mile Disneyland radius, I would say go to Mama Knott's. But inside of the seven miles, it's Mama all about Nuts. Plaza Inn Chicken. Now, here's where I think Knott's Berry Farm has the advantage. The restaurant is outside of the park, right? So yeah. if you want to eat Plaza Inn Chicken, you either have to have an annual pass or mm-hmm. you need to pay the cost. You know what's great? That place you guys took us to, Zanku Chicken. Oh, that's this, so good. This conversation is going in a weird direction. <laughs> but we'll, we'll keep talking about chicken, chicken because National Chicken Day is coming up. You guys mentioned you're doing a, a video for Disney Examiner. Tell us where people can find that. DisneyExaminer.com or on their YouTube channel, Disney Examiner. Um, but, yeah, it was interesting because Flo's is the new place where you could get fried chicken. But doing a little more research... Plaza Inn is actually a broasted chicken, so it's uh, in a pressure cooker with oil, and the chicken is actually brined, so that's where you get that crispiness um, from the pressure cooker. And then with the sides, you get uh, what uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, a brown gravy, and then you know the green beans and then a biscuit. But the difference between Plaza and Flo's is Flo's actually does a traditional fry. So they'll do a more of a peppery spice, um, and then they'll fry. They'll do like a uh, just regular flour, and then they'll fry it. But then it's traditional, just the basket fryer. But then they have a garlic mashed potato. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's the gravy's a little bit. It's like it, a white gravy. Yeah, and then the vegetables really are though. broccoli and cauliflower. Well, but it, it said seasonal vegetables, so. I think it may change, but right Maybe, now but it's right broccoli, now it's broccoli and, and cauliflower. cauliflower, cauliflower. Yeah. But it's seasoned really well too. So if you like like the different seasonings and spices, I really enjoyed the flows one. But we will agree that Plaza has the juicier chicken because it's you know brined. marinated yeah. and brined. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's good that both parks have a different fried chicken. It's not exactly the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You have That's options. good. I like that. So it's like if you went to KFC and you wanted the original or you want the extra crispy. So Uh, you just have to go to different parks. Did you guys end up having the chicken from Poultry Palace on Pixar Pier? 
We did not. No, but we didn't. VJ walked over there and got the lowdown on that chicken as well. <laughs> yeah. So, because some people were saying, oh, why aren't you doing uh, Poultry Palace too? Because that's a fried chicken, but it's not. No, it's, it's not. No, it's, a, it's more like a shake and bake. Uh-huh. So, um, but I hear the drumsticks are pretty big. Uh, the seasonings. Oh, were you? Did you get to try it? I sure did. And what was your thoughts on it? Because the, the cast member was saying that they... I don't, I don't know if it's true because she was like, well, well there's a lot face. of seasonings, kind of like a shake and bake. And then they put this like, like this bacon butter oil on it. I'm yeah. like, wait, what? What? Did you say bacon, butter and it's oil? It's totally like- not that. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, all right. So I was super excited about trying the chicken at Poultry Palace, right? Mm-hmm. It was one of the places that I wanted to hit the day that we went for the opening of Pixar Pier. And I remember seeing this in your Instagram story. I thought the exact same thing when we bought that box. I thought, where is my mini toy? I, I need a toy to round this out. But the, the chicken was, it, it came with a side of coleslaw. And it came with three little drumsticks. It wasn't, it, it, all the orders come with three little drumsticks. The cast member was saying, too, that um, if, like, me and AJ, we're not big fans of coleslaw, mm-hmm. um, so you could change it out for Lay's potato chips. Oh, okay. That's, That's the same cool. price. That's good but. to know. I mean, I can't eat coleslaw. It gives me an upset stomach, so I let the Lynette and the boys eat that. But yeah, you didn't get you don't get your discount. It was just under eleven dollars with tax for it. And I remember being super excited to try it out. And when I bit into it, the one thing that came to mind was. Man, this needs seasoning. Really? So I don't know if it was just the batch that I got because they were churning drumsticks, dude. Like the line was so long all day. Like there was a super long line. It was at least a 20-minute wait to get the food. So I don't know if it was just because they were trying to churn so many orders over that day. But, man, I remember thinking that it really needed some spices. Like, there was a, a light cinnamony taste to it. Like, there was a sweetness to the batter. Cinnamon? Like, like there was, like, a sweetness to the batter that it, it hmm. tasted, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I took two bites. <laughs> Since there was only three, I let Lynette and the boys eat the three drumsticks, but she let me take a bite out of... Uh, the one that she was going to eat just so that I had the experience. And I didn't like it all that much. I might get it again just to see if it was like a fluke because they were trying to make so many. So I'll give it another shot. But yeah, and what day was this that you tried it? This was the day Saturday? that Pixar Pier oh. opened, Saturday. Well, you know, maybe they have to work out the kinks. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That I think I'll give it another shot just to, you know, hopefully they... I mean, I ended up leaving that day feeling like Chadwick Boseman on that Jeopardy episode of SNL, (laughs) needing more seasoning. Damn it, Karen. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, who's making this, Karen? Uh, But yeah, I mean, it was was good, but it wasn't great. Like, it's good if you don't have time to go get food somewhere else, if this is the taste all the time. But I wouldn't make this my meal for the day. You know what I mean? Plus, the drumsticks aren't that big. So for me, I mean, I like to eat. So it felt more like a snack to me than it did an actual meal. Hmm. So for six, you get three drumsticks for 10 bucks. Yeah. But then if you went to Flo's for 16.49, you could get a breast, a thigh, a wing, and a drumstick, plus Uh mashed potatoes and gravy and vegetables 
and an AP discount. Right. Yep. So it's only a few dollars more for a well-rounded meal. And that's what I'm saying, that it feels more like a snack, and it's really about the location. Right. The ability to say that you ate at Poultry Palace. Mm -hmm. But the fact that those toys weren't in the box, man, I was like, really? All that money and no toy? You get that box, and it looks like a Happy Meal. It's super cool. It's so cool, man. It's just the novelty of it all. It is. It certainly is. You have that mini small fry zerg on the side that is cute i know some people that um ask for the chicken outside and ask them not to fold up the box so they could keep the box as is i was like i don't oh. know if that's gonna be a collector's item but okay yeah i don't think it will be there i mean they're giving them out with every meal right i mean if you want to put it on display that's a different thing right but collector's item I don't think so. Well, it'd be cool if you got a toy so you could dis- display the toy with the box, yes. right? Right. Yes. Because, yeah, I was saying on the other side where the cast members enter, they have all the pictures of the f- the actual toys that were in, you know, the Pixar short Small Fry. Totally. And that's what was so confusing about it, that because they had those pictured, when we stood in line, we thought, oh, this is so cool. We're going to get a toy. And then we got coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, this is the... Like a horrible experience. So disappointing. Maybe the toy is inside the coleslaw. (laughs) Okay, so you guys want a toy, but are you ready for the price of it to go up as well? No, $10 is sufficient for them to include a toy. At McDonald's, I can get a $4 Happy Meal with just about the same amount of food. But I'm just saying, come on, Disneyland, include a toy. We'll see. Maybe they'll do it. Bobby's listening, right? <laughs> Maybe the toys are still being made in China. Yeah, they're they're waiting for them to be shipped over, mm-hmm. and yeah, not likely. They're waiting for the toys and the rest of the seasoning to come in, so Isaac could be happy. <laughs> um, you know, since we're on the subject of food, did you guys get a chance to try the Num Num cookie? Yes. Yes, it's VJ's favorite. I, I two didn't. already. Oh, I didn't get a chance to try good. it. I know. I love thick cookies. And as soon as I saw people posting after they took a bite, and I was like, I need this in my life. It's a pretty big cookie. Mm-hmm. When we first got it, uh, we got it after eating at Lamplight Lounge. So I was, I thought I was going to be able to just crush this cookie and eat it by myself. But no, I actually had to share it with AJ and some of our friends. Uh, <laughs> Amateur. But- I know. But the next day, (laughs) I was able to eat that whole thing by myself after eating all that chicken. (laughs) So much chicken. Just wash it down with a num-num cookie. But yeah, it's kind of like a chocolate chip cookie brownie. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's kind of like a pizookie. Oh, yes. we had on vanilla ice cream. We should put ice cream on, on it. Yeah. Ah, yes. Oh, my God. Totally just do walk it. to Ghirardelli and hack it. Yeah. I know. Oh. <laughs> Wait, do they have vanilla at a, a yes. snowman? Yes. You know what would have been so amazing? I'm sorry. I just, just thought of it. So the Jack Jack Num Num cookie, right? And then mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream. But we love peanut butter. So Ghirardelli used to have the peanut butter oh. sauce. Don't even remind yeah. me. I'm sorry. You're right. R.I.P. Okay, what are you guys amazing. doing next weekend? Can we all go to the park? Can we all try this out? Can we all cook, get some ice cream and put it on top when of the cookie and try it? When are we going to do Mama Knots? No, I mean, later. look. We, <laughs> I mean, we could do both. <laughs> we could start off with dessert. Oh. Who says it's wrong to start with dessert? <laughs> Question. Okay, so this is off topic, but have you, had not, have you not had the one at Golden Horseshoe? I have not. I've seen it, but I haven't had it yet. Oh. That, that one's good. That one You've is tried good. it? 
Yeah. Um, the Sunday, right? No, it's a pizuki. It's a big old cookie, and then it has ice cream on top. What do they call oh, it? Oh, is there? it new? It's is it part of the new menu? I don't know, but it's been there for a while. So I remember they had oh, no. Those are the ice cream nachos. Never mind. Oh, those um, look good. No, too. Maybe, maybe you're thinking of Dang the Ghirardelli. <laughs> or no. Remember the Ghirardelli um, chocolate chip sundae thing that we had? Oh, that yeah, that was good. <sighs> Man, <laughs> Jesus, so many good so things many. they need to bring back. Yeah, I remember. Hungry. Did you guys ever get the ice cream uh, cookie sandwiches that used to be where the lockers uh-huh. entrances? Uh huh. Oh, those oh, were so good, dude. Freshly baked cookies. Oh, oh. Sounds good. Ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> they were so. I don't know why they they don't have that anymore. Because they hate us. Bring it back. I know. Oh my. <laughs> because they hate us. So yeah, they really need to bring those back. I mean, in hundred degree weather, how so how fantastic would they be? Oh, so good. I wonder if they had some like weird conflict with Nestle because they sell the ice cream cookie sandwiches as part of the oh, ice the cream total, selections. Yeah. So That's maybe, what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe they just had some weird thing where they they weren't allowed to make their own version of it because of their deal. The cool thing was not too many people knew about it. Yeah, they always went to Gibson Girl. And then there would be no line. I mean, that's probably yeah. right, too, that they don't have it. There was there was never a line for that ice cream sandwich. Mm. But back to the uh, Jack-Jack cookies. Um, the Increda cookie is really good, too. That's definitely a yeah, recommended. Yeah, actually really surprising. So the Increda cookie is the gluten-friendly cookie with blackberry jam. I, you couldn't even tell that it was gluten-free. Um, I just got it to have to try it and to have something to balance out the the chocolate chip. I'm not gluten intolerant, but just wanted to try it and yeah, pleasantly surprised. How would you compare it to the chewiness of the num num cookie? Because I there's certain gluten free products that I've tried and they seem to be a lot drier. They're like crispier and grainier. Yeah, you know, I've had experiences on both sides of the spectrum when it comes to gluten-free things like I've gotten the dry kind of crumbly before mm-hmm. and then also I got the pancakes at was it Carnation Cafe mm-hmm. and they were gummy uh, like yeah. so gummy I was kind of expecting this cookie to be gummy but it actually really wasn't it was a little bit crumbly but had a good consistency okay. and it, even though it was crumbly it wasn't dry too Oh, like that's always a plus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like AJ was saying, if if we didn't know it was gluten free, you wouldn't have come, you know, you wouldn't make that. Oh, I wonder if this is going to be bad. It was just good. The blackberry filling wasn't, you know, how like the sauces that we had at Corndog Castle or oh. any of the other sauces that, you know, has it. I was a little worried because I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's going to have a lot of seeds in it or you know didn't have Mm -hmm. that taste so it was definitely a recommended cookie to get cool yeah that's great to know because i know we have a lot of friends that we go to the park with and they have an issue finding a lot of gluten-free options so knowing that they're you know this is on the pier that's good to know sweet and i'm glad that it doesn't taste horrible that's another plus yeah (laughs) and you can always just wash it down with some milk true and they have soy milk, they have vanilla almond milk, and 2% milk. Oh, and then strawberry and chocolate. Nice. Nestle. Nice. So yes. all the milks that you can want. All the milks. Or need. I'm all about milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> all about it. Just be prepared to wait at least a half hour. 
It's very Is that popular. about how, mu- how much you waited? Yeah, that's about how much we waited for Poultry Palace, too. A lot of it just has to do with it's a brand new thing, you know, opening of the pier for right. the gram. Got to get those pictures in, you know. So <laughs> I think once all that dies down, I think it'll be easier to stand in line for maybe like five or ten minutes to get that. But the location is genius. Right. Yeah. It is so genius. Yeah. I don't know why I felt that they missed an opportunity. And this I was watching the vlog that I was putting together earlier today. And I feel like they really missed an opportunity. You know how at the end of the Incredicoaster, you have Edna with Jack-Jack and she's giving him a cookie? Mm-hmm. Like, they could have totally Main Street misted you with, like, cookie smell and I feel well, like they, they missed out they, on that opportunity. They do, but they do. It's they in do. the coaster. What? Yes, they do. Yeah. In the coaster. When, yes, Mr. In- when Mr. Incredible's like... Cookie. W- yeah, cookie. Mom, cookie. Yeah. You smell chocolate chip cookies. Okay. DJ missed it on the first one. I, on the I've only written we it once. It. I, me too. If you're, sitting, if you're sitting on the first half of the roller coaster, that's where you could really smell it because it's still going into the tunnel yeah. at a slow pace. But uh-huh. once the, the back end goes through it it just like goes right through it so you miss the smell so i think that's why i missed it we were in the second half yeah so try the first half of the incredicoaster and you'll definitely smell it and you can see a lot of the things a little bit more i was gonna say i was in the second row and i smelled it and i was like oh my gosh that smelled good it smelled so good (laughs) cookies come off you're like (laughs) yeah dang i want a cookie and you're like wow it's just right there yeah, but Bravo. I'm surprised they didn't do it at the end when they showed Jack-Jack and Edna because at that moment is like prime marketing, right? Because right. you're getting off immediately smelling it, thinking, oh, cookie, 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 num num cookie, cha-cha wanna cookie. And so you get off and then you get your cookie. <laughs> Unless Mr. Incredible is uh, throwing subliminal messages <laughs> Ooh, while you're on the yes. traction. You dun, don't know dun, it. Dun. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's I, I agree with you. They could have done another smell there. Yeah. For chocolate chip cookies. I have to I thought it the again. stand was gonna be bigger though, because it took over where the photo um mm-hmm. places. Yeah. And they ripped that out and now it's just cookie carts. Which yeah. I was I think if they would have kept that uh that building, they could have had more of those ovens baking these cookies to pump them out more, but Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it's because of how much they expanded with the fountain and everything behind uh, Jesse's carousel. Mm. So maybe they lost a little bit of the footprint where that was, and that's why they had to make them a little bit smaller. Because they still have the photo booth back there. It's just not as large as it was before. So I think they, they just... Yeah, you can see your picture and everything as you're getting yeah, but, off of the, of the ride. But they don't have that that little store where you could buy oh, the no. picture. Oh, no. No, yeah. no, they that's don't have saying. that. I yeah, thought yeah, they yeah. were just going to have that as a little yeah. quick serve, buy your cookies. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. too, with the introduction of Max Pass, that maybe that's why they got rid of the little counter where you can buy the photo and yeah. potentially buy merchandise right after you get off of Screamin'. Yeah. You know? There wasn't really a need for it anymore. I agree with that because, I mean, if you think about it, not a lot of people tend to buy printed photographs anymore, right? True. Like most people post them on social media and that's the way that they're sharing their experiences. So if they got rid of the printed version, but all they had were these screens, you're pretty much giving people what they want. And there are going to be those outliers that do want a printed photograph to hang in their house or something. But 
the photos that you get from the MaxPass or from PhotoPass, they're a pretty decent resolution where you can get a good 8x10 out of it, and it'll still look good once you print it if you go to the Costco or Target or something. <laughs> you know what? Since we're on the subject of food, I got to ask you guys, what did you guys think of Lamplight Lounge? Because we ate there, and I have so many good things to say about it. Totally wicked. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to that put it. That was great. It was, it so, was good. so good. Finally, we've been going to Cove Bar for a really long time, and that menu never really changed. Long story longer, we were really excited for a new change and new menu, and that is Lamplight Lounge, and we are just so happy with it. <laughs> so good. When you guys went downstairs to the Cove Bar, I obviously it was completely gutted. You know, it's a totally new aesthetic inside of it. From pictures, I, I, I need to say this. I said it in my Instagram post when I posted a photograph of the Lamplight Lounge, but I never went to Cove Bar. As surprising as it may be to people, I never stepped foot inside of the physical structure or in Ariel's Grotto. I went uh, after one of the movie meetups that we had with some of the FGP squad, and we were going to have drinks, but we had an issue where they couldn't split our check or something like that because it was too many of us, and we just decided to go over to Whitewater Snacks instead. So I've never, I never got a chance to actually eat at the Cove Bar or have drinks, have the lobster nachos, none of that. So for me, walking in, it was for the first time in forever, <laughs> right? It, it felt like a really special thing for me because, one, it was packed all day, right? The lines were super long. People were waiting hours and hours to get a chance to eat downstairs, not just have drinks in the bar. And we got really lucky because during Paint the Night, we walked right over and it was a walk-in for us to go downstairs and eat. Most people were watching the parade. So we went downstairs. Lynette got the boys um, this mac and cheese platter with some hummus and some vegetables. And I had some of it. It was really, really good for a children's portion. I think one child would be good. We tried to split it because they had other snacks and they had the chicken and stuff before that. So they split one of them. It's certainly a meal that I think is good enough for one child. And then both Lynette and I ended up getting the cheddar burger there. That's so good. O-M-G. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. I remember seeing that picture. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, so it's a grilled custom burger blend with Tillamook cheese, roasted plum tomatoes, red onions, avocado ranch spread on a toasted Amish bun. It came with a side of steak fries, and then it had this, um, it, it, it was like this pickled, what was it? It wasn't a... Um, oh. It was like it, red onion. Red onion it was red and... onions and pepper, like bell peppers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like that was such a star on the plate to me because it cut the richness of the cheese and the burger in a very, very pleasurable way when you ate them together. The burger itself, super juicy. I got it medium to medium well, super juicy, really delicious. It had an amazing flavor, really seasoned well. And the burger itself was 22 bucks for the meal. And I remember walking out of there and, and I don't think this very often. Let me start by saying that. There's a lot of things that I feel are overpriced on the resort. 
And 22 bucks for a burger is not something that I would normally spend, especially when we have to buy for four people. But I mm-hmm. walked out of the Lamplight Lounge thinking to myself, I am going to have this burger again, again. and soon. Yeah. Because it was <laughs> no, so was... tasty. <laughs> Every time I kept biting into it, and I had a Sprite. Well, I had an alcoholic. Oh, no. Did I get it? No, no I got this. Uh, what was it? Goofy's. The no no the goofball island oh, non alcoholic beverage. Okay. So basically it was fruit punch. And I'm like, mm, for six dollars, you know what? I'm gonna it's not as good as I thought it was gonna be. So I sent it back and just got a sprite. But then when we had that burger and I kept biting into we split it and I kept biting into it, I was like, Man, that is a tasty burger. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking of pulp fiction. You know, like the <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that scene? Wash yes. it down with a sprite. I was like that's all I kept saying. I was like, this is so tasty. But it's a, it's definitely a great burger. Probably the yeah. best burger at the resort, anywhere yeah. on the resort. And that's saying a lot because the $12 burger at Whitewater Snacks, the Carnitas burger that they have with the avocado or like the guacamole mm-hmm. in it, that's been my go-to burger on resort for a really long time because for 12 bucks you're getting this huge burger with fries, and right. it's super tasty. But now – if you're in there and you want to step it up, have something that's just a little bit nicer, like that quality over quantity thing that we talk about, mm-hmm. that is certainly one that I would put at the top of my list. Oh, yeah. I mean, even that bun. The bun was the so bun. Oh. And the fries were so good. The fries, so like good. that malted f- steak fries. Man. They were yeah. really well he seasoned, too. I was trying too. to eat mine. <laughs> I'm not a fry guy, and I was trying to steal AJ's fries because <laughs> I ate all of mine. I was like, you can eat that? <laughs> no, he didn't even ask. He just took it. It's better to apologize than to ask permission. Sometimes. Or ask for forgiveness. Sometimes. That's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the phrase. Yeah, he You're totally got the up phrase. What I'm putting down. <laughs> yeah, I do want to also mention that I normally tend to get appetizers and all that stuff whenever we go to places like this. Like if we go to a restaurant, if I'm getting a burger and fries like this as my main meal, like normally we'll get like potato skins or like whatever the appetizers are. When I saw the burger that I got, I thought to myself, oh, we should have ordered appetizers. I don't think I'm going to be full. And this was remember, this was after not trying the chicken, right? Lynette and the boys had it, but I didn't. After finishing the burger and the fries, I finished the whole burger. I didn't split it. I felt full. Lynette couldn't even finish hers, right? And I actually felt full just from what was on the plate. So if you're worried about it, it's. I think it's a really good portion. Even the fries. Like, it looks like it's small, but they're pretty dense, and they're super yeah. tasty. So it's very deceiving. Yeah, it is very deceiving. So I was very happy about that. Yeah, we tried the cheddar burger um, because you recommended it to us. So we're like, got to get that. Uh, we also tried the ratatouille, which blows the ratatouille at a yes. Cafe Orleans out the water. That's this what was I was going to so ask good. you. I know you were so raving about amazing. that one. So what was the primary difference between the two? It was <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> like, there's one, you get more vegetables. It's not just sliced vegetables just stacked on top of each other and... You know, like tomato, yeah, um, just marinara. Um, this one had, like, you could really taste the freshness of all the vegetables. And there's burrata cheese. Oh, it was so bomb. Basil aioli. Uh, yeah, basil yeah. aioli that's on the side of the mm-hmm. bowl. Um, and there's, they had um, zoodles or zucchini noodles, um, but they were more like. They were um, like ribbons. They were ribbons, yeah. They weren't, they weren't like noodle noodles. They were just like, ri- like little ribbons. Uh, but yeah. 
eggplant, so um, squash, tomatoes, red onion, bell ah, pepper. It was so good. And the the sauce, the tomato sauce, was a smoked tomato sauce, and you could really taste the smokiness, and the flavor was actually really good. Mm. Uh, and it's yeah. way cheaper. Than, it's only nineteen bucks, not like forty dollars at uh, Cafe Orleans. How was you know? the portion compared to it? It's interesting. Oh, this was. I would say I could probably just have that as a meal if I wasn't starving. If I was super hungry, I'd probably get an appetizer. But if I was just hungry, I think this would be a perfect meal, yeah. and you wouldn't feel so bad, you know, leaving it's, after. It's a great vegetarian option. Usually, BJ has some kind of protein with his meal, so. So I remember when you first talked about the ratatouille uh, at Cafe Orleans, the one comment that stood out to me when you talked about that one was if it was about half the price and twice the size, this would be perfect. Would you mm-hmm. say that this one meets those criteria? Oh, yeah. This this is the ratatouille they should have been serving from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they weren't going to try to – I think what they were trying to do at Cafe Orleans was make it look like the movie – which they don't. They, it's like, uh, let's just stack the vegetables. We're not going to make them look real pretty in a ramekin and try to make it presentable. But this one is more like the traditional ratatouille. It's like that ragu cut, you know, like mm-hmm. rough cut of vegetables. Like I'm picturing an old Italian woman just making this in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> for a family. Like uh, what does Igor say? Definitely got perspective on, on that dish. <laughs> <laughs> whenever i think italian cooking like i don't think about that for some reason i always think of that saved by the bell episode where they make the sauce the salsa you can have <laughs> but the secret she's a mine like six people got that so That's funny. if you laughed at that thank you very much for that we also tried the salmon plt oh good yeah. that, that was the was... other thing that we i was gonna try that day three entrees it's fine yeah. <laughs> that's good um but that one was so good you guys if that's you on like pancetta salmon, right Yes, yeah. there's pancetta in there. Oh, so, so good. The salmon was fresh, good tasting. The saltiness of the pancetta. Oh, there's also bacon in it because there's a lemon bacon aioli. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. we were like, oh, pancetta and there's bacon? What? <laughs> well, that's what almost sold me on getting the salmon PLT. Uh, when I first saw it, it was the lemon bacon aioli that made me feel like, okay, this salmon plt is what i'm gonna have for dinner today but i i almost felt that because it was our first time eating there like you almost can't go wrong with a burger like by default you can't really mess that up right and i almost feel like a burger is almost a litmus test for me to figure out if everything else is going to be good because if you can't make this burger right 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 not worth trying everything else but yeah if you next time you go or when we all go you have to try the salmon PLT. Oh, it sounds delicious. Uh, you what know, did Lynette have? She got a burger she as got well. The burger yeah, too. she got the burger oh. too. Uh, you know, there was one thing that I wanted to ask you guys about that I know you guys tried that I refused to try because I felt like oh, it no. was too small and not worth the price. The donuts. I actually enjoyed them. You're really? just going to have to find out for yourself, Hazen. <laughs> when I watched the Disney for two vlog? Yeah, that too. But. Uh... <laughs> But no, they were. You get five donuts, and they're they're nice size. They're not mini donuts. Like beignet size or smaller. Uh, no, like the little hostess the donuts. You know those no, little hostess donuts. Yeah, yeah, bigger, bigger than, than that. that. Okay, if you take a full size uh, 
donut, maybe a three quarters of that. That's probably how big it is. So the halfway point from a Krispy point, Kreme donut. So the halfway okay. point between a regular size donut and a donut, like yeah. those little hostess ones. Got it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's Next the, time we'll take a, a it's photo. The grande. With... <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> It's a grande of the donut world. We'll show um, a phone for size okay. and take a photo side by side. You get five of those. Um, it's coated with the sugar. And you get two sauces with it. You get a raspberry sauce that has Pop Rocks in it and a chocolate hazelnut. I call it Nutella, but they call it a chocolate hazelnut sauce. Of course but it was do. It was really good, though. <laughs> I, the only thing for me was I thought... I wish they would have served it a little bit warmer. Yes, agreed. Um, but when talking to the cast member, they were saying because it's adults and kids will have it, they didn't want it too hot because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when you get hot sugar, that hurts. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. they didn't want uh, kids, you know, dealing with that. So they just had it warm. But the Pop Rock sauce was interesting. It was it was cool. Did you like it? Yeah, I really liked it. And I I thought that the raspberry sauce, it wasn't fake tasting there's nothing i can't stand more than like a fake fruit flavor yeah artificial fruit flavor and it was really good i really liked it how was that sauce compared to the raspberry sauce that they have for the corn dog because my biggest problem with the with the sauce that they had with the spicy corn dog at corn dog castle was that it tasted like seeds this is what you were alluding to earlier vj when you're talking about that sauce. right mm. right well the what was that corn dog called again? Temperamental corn there dog. Right. Or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. that was a, that was a blackberry sauce. Blackberry, blackberry yeah, yeah. chili lime or something like that. Um, this one was just raspberry. You didn't taste the seeds. It was, it just was tart. You know, okay. so right when you bit into it, you get that first bite of the tartness, and then pop rocks just exploding. <laughs> You're like, whoa, this is cool. I think kids would really enjoy it with the pop rocks. That Pop Rocks element is the most interesting part to me. Right. Um, I enjoyed the chocolate. I love Nutella, so I was a fan of that one. But I would definitely get them again, so you should definitely try it. Or we could, we could. Um, our server was saying, oh, you could yeah. start off with the donuts first. I'm like, sometimes I do start off with dessert, but now we're, I'm like, you don't know us. We're going to eat everything. <laughs> and there will be room for dessert. The details inside the lounge, though. Did yeah. Did you have... Uh, Melissa, have you gone inside yet? Nope. You didn't go? Nope. Um, I'm all, what time does it close tonight? We should go. <laughs> um, when you go downstairs, it's, for those of you who've seen pictures or have been to Pixar up in Emeryville, um, there's actually little nods to the studio because there's one wall that says Brooklyn Building, which is the name of one of their buildings on their campus which is really cool. I was like, oh. And the inside looks like it, too. You see, it's very industrial looking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the inside of their Brooklyn building. I'm like, wow, that actually ties in very well. So all the little details from the poster walls or, you know, you saw, like, that cocoa wall and the ratatouille wall. Oh, yeah. oh that was so cool. I've all seen the concept art. It. it looks really, really nice. I just, I haven't had a chance to go in, but it looks beautiful inside. I mean, there's even parts where I thought it was like the actual lounge with the, the couches and everything, mm-hmm. it almost reminded me of the Friends set. I was like, wow, I can <laughs> totally see a group of six of us just hanging out right there, just joining, getting drinks. But it was, totally busy. Go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was busy, like outside there was our wait. It, it was kind of weird. We waited in line 
to put our name down for a good, what, half hour? Like 25, 20, 25 minutes. So when we were waiting, cast members were saying, oh, it's going to be a 10-minute wait for um, upstairs or 15 to 20 minutes for downstairs. So I'm like, okay, cool. And they were making it seem like the wait was just staying in line. So, but that line was actually a wait just to put your name in before you waited again. So when when I when we finally got in, the mm-hmm. cast member at the hostess desk was saying, "Oh, okay. Well, downstairs is going to be an hour," and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. What?" So, <laughs> and mind you, I was starving because we knew we were going to be going to this lounge. So I was I just didn't eat the whole day, waiting. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" The cast member out, outside said it was only going to be X amount of minutes. You're saying now it's another hour. So this line was just to put your name in. So it was kind of weird. The cast member, I wasn't being, I was being nice and everything because I know how it is working at the restaurant. They sat us pretty uh, quickly and all downstairs, it was not even at half capacity. There were so many empty seats, so many empty stools, like at the bar. You know how that nice bar top they have? Yeah. It was Mm -hmm. what you could easily sit maybe, I'm... I'm guessing 40 people because the inside and the outside. And then there's that fire pit has a lot of seats. Nobody was sitting down. So I'm like, what are they doing upstairs? They could be, you know, having this place packed and all the servers making a lot of money. This place could be like a really cool spot, but they're making people wait so much that it's, uh, I think they still have to work out the kinks because it was ridiculous to have one line to put in your name if people wanted to sit outside or upstairs versus downstairs. Hmm. So I don't know. Honestly, my guess was there weren't enough servers there yet. Because when I looked around, I didn't see too many servers. That's, that's what I would think. That maybe I'm, they I'm weren't know. sitting because there just weren't enough servers yet. I think I'm inclined to agree with that because when we sat down to eat, there was maybe three people running around serving for the entire bottom floor. So I think that might be the case. That's pretty interesting because when I had passed by Saturday, they had two split lines and it was one was for outside for um, For the co-bar area. Yeah. And the other side was for um, downstairs. Mm hmm. kicking myself because i should have just done it and went in line because it didn't look long this was like around what two Mm. i should have went but yeah they had two separate lines when i had went so i'm like it didn't look that bad well i guess we'll see right the more because i do plan on going back like i said i never went to cove bar and Mm -hmm. i think by the time that the idea of going to cove bar just kind of blew up because of instagram and everybody posting pictures of the lobster nachos and stuff like that right uh, uh, honestly i never felt compelled to go as weird as that may sound but this one i think because of the pixar theming because of all the details that are on the wall it feels comfortable to be in there like it it just felt like a really nice spot to hang out have a beer and just have some really really good food this is certainly a place that i am going to visit again yeah when you go downstairs too if unless you're sitting outside it didn't feel like you're in the park. That's cool. I have That's to completely good to know. agree with that. That is a great way to say it. That picture you posted of Miguel, though, on that single chair. Dude, right? Uh, I, we didn't see it because I was trying to take in everything else that's going on in that room. But that picture you took, I was like, oh, man, I got to look for that next time. 
the the entire it's hand painted right right and the entire thing wraps around the chair it's like the town on one side and then miguel on the back and then dante on the other side and i just flipped man i had the opportunity to just kind of walk around for about an hour with no one else in there except the servers and stuff and i just thought man this is such an amazing place I can't compare it to what it was before, and I've already seen people complaining like, oh, it's so industrial looking, it's horrible, why are they like... But I like it. I love the contemporary look of it. See, and that's why I was thinking people who would complain, like, they don't know that that's what Pixar looks like in Emeryville. Mm. That's actually the Brooklyn building. That's exactly how it looks from the black um, metal to the bricks it, it's it's crazy because you're like, oh, I felt like I was back at Pixar. That's awesome. You know? So, I mean, and we just have to get, what, um, set eight, eight more people so we could uh, go into the office down there. Yeah. Yes. It would be really cool. Maybe we can do, like, an FGP thing down there, right? I cool. think we can get uh, enough yeah? FGPs to do the thing down there. Right. And the cool thing about it is you could actually – if you have 13 people, because it sits, sits up to 13, um, you could actually request it. So, But I hear right now you kind of have to know the managers yeah. that work there to get it. But it is possible. It's not like the Snow White Room at Carthay where you have to – it's 10 people and it's a minimum of $1,000. You actually have to you know, just get 13 people, go in, and you could get whatever you want. Yeah. There's no – there's no, there's no minimum. Yet, yeah. So, and there's no prefix menu or anything like that. So, if you just want to go in and get a burger and that's it, no drinks, that's cool. Gratuity is added because it's a party of 13, you know, eight or more. But yeah, you could just go there, hang out. There's a little couch area, you know, on the yeah. outside. So, you could see where, mm-hmm. you know, the credit coaster is taking off. I love but it. But even just, did you, did you see it though? I've seen pictures of it, but I didn't get a chance to walk in there. It's weird because you have to go through this exit. Yeah, it's basically backstage. And then when you go to the actual door, you have to work to open it. <laughs> you have to wind it up and make the three lights turn on. And then it makes a sound and green light goes. And then you can actually go in it. So it's a whole process e- experience. <laughs> yeah, even just to get in. I'm for it. Field trip. I, know. I, I would do this. Yes. It would be cool to have like an FGP event or something there. Ah, so cool. But if I would recommend either upstairs or downstairs, go downstairs because you get the full menu full downstairs. Menu, yes. Yeah. Yes. You could only get appetizers upstairs. Plus, you do get a little bit more shade, I think, downstairs. Uh, plus the hustle and bustle of people walking by upstairs, too. Mm-hmm. I think if you feel like you're really. You know how sometimes when you're at the park, you just feel like you need a moment to yourself? It seems yeah. weird to sit inside of a restaurant with a bunch of other people and feel like you're having a moment to yourself but that's kind of what it felt like down there right like you said it just didn't feel like you were still on the resort property like it's just felt like you were outside so it did have that little moment of ah okay let's relax for a second so that was really cool i enjoyed that Ah, ah, so many things this last week guys so many things like i want to keep talking about the food paint the night uh, the Incredibles float, that's all new. We were there Thursday when they were having the media preview. That mm-hmm. was super cool. Your thoughts on the Incredibles float, guys? It looks awesome. <laughs> Speaking from pictures, it looks awesome. 
I'm so glad you guys were out there. And also from the Podcasters vlog on the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> there is one thing, though. We need to see it again because Jack-Jack moves around the float. Did you know that? I did. I heard he was supposed to move around, but all I saw was him in one spot with the flame moving. Yeah. And in all the videos we that there. I've seen since then, I haven't seen him move either. So recently I just saw on Instagram where he like hides. You know how he was it looked like he was sitting on top of that building? Yeah. He goes into the building and he pops up somewhere else on the float and when he popped up oh. he'll be the angry like purple guy and then he'll disappear again and he'll you know pop up at a different part of the float. Like I was like why wasn't this working? <laughs> <laughs> but hmm. can we, so talk we have to go back. Violet? Oh, she looks Oh, my awesome. gosh. They gave her love. It's awesome. Yeah. I love her little part on top. So cool. The only thing for me, I don't know if it's for you guys or Hazen or AJ, um, the music was a little weird to me. Oh, yes. That eye roll, Hazen. Dude, for real. <laughs> I need to hear this because I'll go watch the video. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? I am 125% agreeing with you on this one. There is a magic to how the music and Paint the Night just flows from one segment to another. And you can tell that this was obviously slipped in last minute because there's no flow. Honestly, I think the float is in the wrong spot in the parade. I think that if they put it right before the Toy Story part or right like right after Cars maybe, the music has like that bassiness to it that would go right. really well with the music from The Incredibles. But because it comes after Quinceañera Bell, it's the music is just <laughs> so much softer. <laughs> yeah, it's so much softer that it it's kind of jarring to go from da-na-na-na-na, na na I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, so yes, I agree with that. Music, there's, there was two things that bugged me. There was the music, and I think Dash could have been a little bit brighter. He was just too dull. Like, the effect of him running around the entire float was almost lost. Or, because he was just an outline, I think they could have put something black behind him so that it really stood out, that it like was it illuminated. Popped, yeah. yeah, so the mm -hmm. illumination would pop. Like, that is probably the only two things that I would change. The location of the float in the actual parade so that the music meshes a little bit better and just brighten up Dash somehow. That I could agree. Because when I had seen the pictures that you guys had posted, it did look like he was a little lost compared yeah. to everybody else. I, mean, I, I like the idea of it, like the whole mm -hmm. neon thing and you just following him mm -hmm. around the float. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, I, I think they should move move that uh the float to the beginning of the of the parade yeah i totally agree with that i, I like how frozone has his he has his <gasps> moving yes. moving parts yeah the only He's thing so cool. oh if we could plus it it'd be dope if he could shoot out like co2 <gasps> like you know oh. like kind of like cooling off uh like the people oh that would be so cool because it's cold yeah you know oh, that'd be dope imagineering but... if you're listening you're welcome <laughs> Yeah, you know, maybe I'm thinking about it right now, and because of the fact that it was the media preview day, maybe yeah, they didn't have Jack-Jack popping out because they didn't want people to miss the pictures for their articles. Maybe it was on purpose, just so that people could get the picture and not have to wonder, well, what building is he going to pop out of next? Maybe. Uh, I didn't hear about it until this past, what is today, Sunday? I didn't hear about it till Friday, though, that 
he was popping up at different areas in the float. So interesting. I think that's probably one of if you want to see Paint the Night and it's only one showing and see the fireworks, it's best to go right next to Silly Symphony Swings right when the parade comes out. And then once it passes, go over to Disneyland, get on Main Street, and you can still catch the fireworks. Yeah, the, I think the times coincide really well as long as you're willing to have a fairly accelerated pace to walk over to Main Street, right? You can't take too much time, but you could still find yeah. a pretty decent spot on Main Street. Yeah, you can. Um, I should say, like, maybe less than five minutes. Yeah, it's not too bad. So I want to see it again. I always feel like whenever I go to the parade, I spend most of my time trying to photograph it. And I very rarely just sit there and enjoy it. So maybe the next time that I go, I have to make it a point to not shoot it. Just sit there and just watch it and just take it in for what it is. Because I love Paint the Night. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my Disney bucket list. Just gonna hopefully say, I don't should... have a panic attack. <laughs> you should just bring the, pod, uh, the podcast, new podcast theme song in your headphones and then listen to that while... For real. We'll make that the Incredibles float music. (laughs) Uh, It's certainly been an eventful week, guys, with the opening of Pixar Pier and everything. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Toy Story Land is now officially open at Walt Disney World. I think we're going to have to leave that to talk about next episode. And uh, the Disney Play app or the Play Disney app is also uh, finally functional in both parks. So we're going to do our best to try to go into the park and play with that this upcoming week, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. But before we close up the episode for today, uh, I just wanted to read a quick email that we got from a listener this last week. Uh, The email is from listener Kristen. So shout out, Kristen. Thank you for sending us a message. It says, just wanted to say that I only discovered your podcast in the last week, and I love it. You guys are awesome. I live in Georgia, so I'm a Disney World girl, but I love hearing about Disneyland and what all is going on over there. I thought I was a Disney fan until I heard this podcast. There's a lot I didn't know. I'm taking my two-year-old son to Disney Labor Day weekend for his first experience, and listening to you guys has made me doubly hyped about taking him and seeing his reaction when he sees Mickey. He is obsessed with Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto. So are we. For the first time, (laughs) and him getting to ride Dumbo or the Jungle Cruise or one of the other numerous rides for for his first time. We will be going to the new Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios and Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party event that weekend. Those will be the Disney first for all of us. I can't wait, and I'm already driving my husband nuts with my excitement, which has doubled since hearing your podcast. (laughs) So thank you for doing this and sharing your Disney love, excitement, and knowledge. Kristen, thank you very much for all of the kind words. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for her. Can I go too? (laughs) Right? It seems like such an amazing adventure. I got to tell you that, you know, experiencing having Disney first is always awesome, right? Because when you tend to go a lot as an AP, you you tend to go through those first a lot. So there's always that excitement whenever there's something new in the park. But I have to tell you guys, honestly experiencing Disney first through the eyes of my kids. Oh, it's such an amazing and fulfilling experience, right? Like I experienced them. I feel like a child half the time, but seeing all those things happen through the eyes of my boys, 
that is something that you are going to take with you forever. You know, so Kristen, the fact that you are taking your son and you're going to experience all these things, take pictures. Two is that age where they remember the characters, but they don't tend to remember the experiences. This is something that I've experienced with my two boys. Take pictures, take some video with your phone, and when they're older, keep reminding them, show them those pictures, show them those videos, and it'll be a memory that they're always going to carry. When he's 12 or 15, 20 years old, He's going to be able to say, oh, when I was two years old, I went to Walt Disney World and I saw Mickey. Well, how do you remember that? Because my mom took video and pictures. That's how I remember. <laughs> so if it's there's any the tip, yeah. So if there's any tip that I can give you, take the time to get those pictures and get those video reactions. A lot of phones have amazing capabilities where if you take a video, you could take a screenshot and still get a really great picture out of it. So if you had to do one or the other, do the video because you'll have the moving element of your son experiencing all these characters that he can watch later. And you'll be able to take a quick screenshot and do a picture of it as well. So thanks again for all of the kind words. And once you get back, let us know about your trip. We'd love to hear how it went and how your experience at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween was. Because I think as of now, Disney for Two is the only one that have experienced Not So Scary, right? Or have mm-hmm. you gone, Melissa? No, just Mickey's no. Halloween party. Yeah, just here, Mickey's Halloween party. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'd love to hear how that experience was and how many pounds and pounds and pounds of candy you left the mm-hmm. park with that day. <laughs> and see, I, I'm going to say this. I want to hear what she has to say because... I am a Disney person. I don't go to Walt Disney World. So please inform us on every single detail, smells, whatever you want to tell us. Yeah. I, I want to hear. <laughs> Must try foods. Yeah, the foods. And it'll be interesting to hear what our experience at Toy Story Land will be. I'm wondering how Toy Story Land is going to be by them because it just opened and it was a little chaotic. It was lines and lines and lines. Dude. You know, I remember looking well, at Pixar the videos. Pier was bad. Dude, all I, all I could think was if this is just a tiny glimpse of what's going to happen when Galaxy's Edge opens, ugh, you better bring a tent. <laughs> well, it happened with Cars Land, so it's, you know, it did happen with Cars Land, though. I think this is on a whole new level, though. The cool thing about Cars Land, though, I mean, now we're going into a totally different subject, but there's like <laughs> three different entrances yeah. To, yeah. to Radiator Springs. But when we were looking at the map for um, Toy Story Land. There's two, we think. Or one main one, one main and then this one. little yeah. little little walkway. It's like little ant sized one over on the side. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to see the new entrance for Midway Mania since yeah. it's no longer in that Pixar building anymore. It's yeah. so crazy. I haven't it's seen on the other side. Yeah, I haven't seen pictures of it. I'm surprised people haven't posted that much. Or maybe I just haven't everybody's looked for them. like posting about Slinky Dog right now. Yeah. And the lines. <laughs> and the lines yeah and uh the junkyard jamboree i mean um alien yeah <laughs> junkyard jamboree we had it first <laughs> oh wow well uh, i think we'll talk a little bit more about the opening of toy story land in next week's episode as well and hopefully by then we'll have somebody give us a mini report so if you guys had a chance to attend the opening or any of the days since the opening of toy story land you know, record a voice memo on your phone and email it to comments at pocketeers.com for a chance to appear in an upcoming episode. Tell us your experiences, what the lines were like, what foods you tried, uh, was what was your favorite part about it. Uh, I think the, the idea of stepping into becoming a toy 
isn't foreign to us, right? We kind of already have that with Bugsland, where they kind of shrink you down and put you in that experience. Because um, they do have one in Disneyland Paris. Oh, right. They do. Yeah. And I've actually been to that one. How is it? It was. It's really small. Really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see... Because, you know, pictures and videos, it, they don't really do it justice. Don't tell Hayes on that. Um, <laughs> oh, exactly. I know, right? If you right? go through Google and YouTube, yeah, they do. <laughs> no. It's being just there like in being person there. is completely different. So <laughs> I'm excited to, to actually go to Toy Story Land in, in Walt Disney World and actually see, see it for myself and see how big it is. And I will say, sorry, just like another tangent. Andy's lunchbox mm -hmm. looks very small. Like it almost scares me how small it looks for oh. the, the volume of guests. Like you were mentioning earlier, maybe they have something figured out that they haven't figured out here at California Adventure is how to churn out that many people already. Because they already, maybe they already have a bunch of cast members ready to go for that quick service. Whereas here... You know, they were still trying to fill those spots. Do they have, they don't have mobile. Yeah, they do have mobile ordering over there. Maybe yeah. they could, they do that. They, they do utilize that. that. Or it's mm. only mobile ordering. Can we do mobile ordering for Jack Jack? No, oh, you no. cannot. Dang it. That'd be great. That'd be a good idea, oh, though. Oh, my gosh. I'll be like, I'm getting on in Credit Coaster right now. Put in my order. Ride the Credit Coaster. Get off. I'm here. Thank you very much. <laughs> But that in Credit Coaster is pretty dope. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. It is. Nighttime, especially mm -hmm. at night. Oh, dude, I need to write it at night. I saw your video that you guys posted. It's super cool. The lights, when it takes off, ah, so good. You know, mm -hmm. there was one criticism I had of it, um, and I put this in the vlog, is that, you know when they have the scene where Jack-Jack multiplies all over the place? <laughs> Like, the Jack-Jack on a, the Jack-Jack kebabs? The Jack-Jack kebabs, yeah. Jack-Jack <laughs> on a stick. I feel like oh. they go by so fast that if you're really not paying attention to it, you kind of miss out on it. Maybe it would have been a better idea to line the track with just a bunch of Jack-Jacks to show that multiplicity factor, but put them closer so that you didn't feel like you missed out on that effect. Sit in the first half. Go at nighttime because it's a different experience. Well, I... We haven't been on it during the daytime because everybody says go at night because the colors just pop so much. But uh, with seeing Jack-Jack, they actually light up. I don't oh, know if they light up during the daytime. No, they don't. No. Oh, so when you're passing them, they're Jack-Jack fully lights up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're seeing oh, like man. it pop up. Like it looks like he's actually multiplying, you know? Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Yeah, I got to write it at night then. You know, it was bittersweet for me writing it <laughs> because... It was my oldest son's very first time on a roller coaster while we were trying to <laughs> vlog. So in one hand, I, I have my camera or my phone rather. And then in, with my other hand, he kept grabbing onto it and I kept holding on because he was scared throughout the entire thing. <laughs> but man, he took it like a champ. He did the whole ride. Well, he had to do the whole ride. <laughs> Well, yeah, he did have to do the whole one, right? He couldn't stop halfway through the loop and yeah. get off. Uh, get me good off point. Thing. He had to finish it. <laughs> good point. Uh, but yeah, we're getting, uh, we're reaching the final Jack Jack, and he's like, I was scared. And so we got off <laughs> and we started walking right after I was done shooting the segment uh, that I did for the vlog. And he says, Dad, seriously, I was scared. Oh. But I loved it. That's cool. I was like, Would you do it again? Cool. No. <laughs> 
I'm sure he'll change his mind. Uh, I He's think like, not, once, not today. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, not I, today. <laughs> once the initial shock wears off, I think he'll do it again. But that's awesome. Yeah, bittersweet. It was. It's like my little boy's growing up. Daddy loves <laughs> roller coasters too, son. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. I'm going to start saving up to go to Walt Disney World. I'm going to get me one Finally. of them glass jugs, like the Paradise Falls one, and just uh, start tossing like coins in there. Ours is a 60th popcorn bucket, and we just put like loose change and bills in there. Oh, that's cool. You collect it. I was going full Paradise Falls with just like a glass jug and just tape a piece of paper on there. It says <laughs> Disney World or something. You know how you say Hey, whatever jug. makes you save. He's exactly. like glass jug. Yeah, well, that's what it is, right? <laughs> Get two spoons. Do you liver lips McGraw or what? Liver lips McGraw. Yeah, like that's his little mouthy. It's like fall out like that <laughs> that's funny he's that's from a funny. country bears you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah. but it's just funny like, can you see him just his name so liver, lips. liver lips mcgraw uh quick reminder that we are officially signed up for the chalk walk we are looking for participants to help us out team boat willie style we are trying to raise a mad amount of money to help the children at chalk Last year, we were able to raise almost $5,000, and so that is our goal this year. Uh, individually, we all have smaller goals, but together, we're trying to reach that $5,000 mark. So if you have a couple bucks that you can spare, we'll put the link in the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash 211. We'll also have a link where if you want to be a part of Team Boat Willie and join us the day of the Chalk Walk, you can sign up to be a part of the team there as well. If you can pass around the link, that would be fantastic as well just share it with your friends uh if you can give up like one small coffee you'd be surprised at how much of a difference that makes to help out one child so if you can give up two or three dollars that's amazing also if you want to help out the podcast a great way to do that is becoming a fairy godparent they like to call themselves the FGP squad. You can give as little or as much as you want through our Patreon page, but for a minimum contribution of $5 monthly, you will also get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. We're also working on additional tiers for the Patreon, so we're going to have other prizes that go along with it, like t-shirts and other buttons and stuff like that. So if you want more information on how you can become a fairy godparent, just head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. To all of our fairy godparents, we just want to send a large and astounding thank you to all of you for your support. Another great way to help out the podcast is if you shop on Amazon, start your next purchase by heading over to podcasters.com slash Amazon. On that page, you're going to find this huge Amazon button that when you click it will take you over to Amazon using our special link and anything that you purchase may earn us a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because we mentioned them on the podcast and you went through the process of clicking on our link and to everyone that's doing that thank you guys for that added support as well if you want to find more information about us, head on over to podcasters.com slash team. There you will find all of the social links for Melissa, Gavin, Disney for two. Uh, if you like to watch videos and you like to watch Disney vlogs, head on over to YouTube and sign up. Subscribe to our pages, youtube.com slash podcasters and youtube.com slash Disney for two. 
Uh, remember that YouTube is all screwed up right now. So unless you ring that little bell notification icon, you probably won't know when people post videos. So make sure that you ring that little bell to tell YouTube, hey, I told you I subscribed. Now tell me when they post new videos. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but that's that's how you got to talk to YouTube sometimes so that they tell you. Because otherwise they're like, what? Here's a tortilla. And <laughs> that may not make any sense to you, but I'm hungry right now. And it makes sense to me. So that's it, guys. I'm ready to eat. I need to have some dinner. Uh, anything else before we close up this episode? No, I just I'm ready for coffee again. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go to sleep now. No. <laughs> yeah, at this point. But this is when you she does like, like some amazing princess. crafting, though. I need like, to stay awake just to function. Just no, I don't want to go to sleep yet. <laughs> I don't want to. That that sounds like my kids. I don't want to go to sleep yet. I can't do it yet. Wait, five? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can stay up. I want to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> like two seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. And happy wow. 4th of July. Woo! America. Stay safe. <laughs> 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 Those annoying ones, like the 100. <laughs> you get that one. <laughs> That's the noise of your car <laughs> <The> making. <laughs> <laughs> the alarm. <laughs> Our dogs are going crazy. Oh, that's good.